Is everybody in? Today, we're covering Naples, Italy. I am talking about Napoli, baby. The city is approximately 2,500 years old and Greek in origin, not Italian, not Roman. I mean, I was practically born when the place became Italian after doing its Kingdom of Naples thing, right? I arrived by train. I transferred to the Toledo station from Garibaldi station, and as one might at Times Square, came up the escalator and stepped out into it. Naples, at a million miles per hour, everywhere. I was able to walk to my hotel from the station, although I did think that the street surfaces were going to shatter my luggage wheels. I got there. No damage done. And just by the time I had reached the hotel, I could confirm some Naples stereotypes. Loud. Check. Crowded. Check. Clothes drying on clotheslines everywhere. Check. Amazing architecture. Check. Great food available on every sidewalk. Check. A lot of people talk smack about Naples, right? You don't want it to be your first taste of Italy. There's no reason to go, etc. I respectfully disagree. Listen, I had a great time. And as far as there being nothing to do, that's just silly. I I see why people would speak ill of the traffic and the crowding and all, but that's becoming unavoidable everywhere. And these two things are, weirdly, part of what makes the place special in my opinion, or at least part of what makes it <clears throat> such an impactful experience. I think that in Naples, I got the juice I expected to get from New York, okay? So, I can basically tell you about the things to do along Via Toledo and near Via Toledo and about staying near Via Toledo. For the average person, staying along Via Toledo will mean that all of the following are within walking distance. The National Archaeological Museum, Museo Capella San Severo, the beach uh, slash port with excellent views of Vesuvius and Capri, Castel Nuovo, the Royal Palace and Piazza del Plebiscito, and Castel dell'Ovo, among many, many, many other things to see and do. Okay? So, as I stated, I walked to the hotel from the train station. I checked in, immediately became a friend to everyone present from the staff, right? I went to my room and heard music, laughter, and conversation in the street below. I actually thought, how delightful. My opinion on that would change. I'll explain later. I had a beer and hit the streets. Okay, I walked back down to Via Toledo, taking in all of the tiny shops and restaurants on the way, noting that I was next to a laundromat, some bars and sundry shops, etc. I was pretty well set up, is my point. And by the way, bars in this neighborhood were not uh, what we in the U.S. think of as bars, I guess I'll say. They were more like tiny stores that sold liquor, beer, and wine, and where friends from the neighborhood would hang out together. Okay. On the way to the hotel from the train station, I had noted that where my street met Via Toledo, there was a large steel sculpture called Il Cavieri di Toledo. 
it was a sculpture of a war horse. Okay, this large piece of modern art outside the train station was an excellent landmark. All right, I saw it again when I reached the bottom of my street and on each outbound and return trip. The first time out, I stopped across Via Toledo from the statue, or sculpture, and checked out just a lovely open-air flower shop on the corner. Everything was so prettily arranged and appealing, I turned left and walked onto a massive, old, just stunning edifice ringed with crowns of statues, or with a crown of statues, rather, presenting impressive columns to a large square. This was a university. Okay, I allowed my mind to run wild with the architecture and then took note of the fact that many small open-air bookshops were scattered throughout the square. Okay, I checked out all of them. Not a bad way to spend some time. Quite a variety of both niche and general market books and periodicals was on display. And during this whole walk, by the way, Naples was just streaming by me, right? I was on maximum input mode, but I could not process all of it. Near this area, the university area, I encountered my first Neapolitan street entertainer. In what I'll kind of refer to as the middle distance, I could hear a song booming, right? I can't name it here, but it would be very recognizable to most people from the States. It was a huge hit during the disco era, okay? And it's still a song we hear all the time. So I followed the music and found that a guy had parked his scooter, converted it into a drum kit, and was drumming along with the song, which he was playing on, I, I think he actually had an old school radio, Napoli. I gave the guy a few euros, I took pics of him, and of the 20 other people taking pics of him. Naples is a little bit more crash-boom-bang than Sorrento, but not in a way which I found off-putting. It reminded me of New York or Honolulu crowd-wise, but with more of it moving more quickly. On this walk, I passed a side street, which I recognized as being part of my directions to Museo Capella San Severo. I had a reservation for the following day, and I noted that I would be turning right at that street on my visit. Ready to leave the university area, I turned around intent on walking the length of Via Toledo <clears throat> to the ocean. I have to... I had been advised by the manager at the hotel that basically everything I wanted to see was right around Via Toledo and that at one end was the museum, at the other end was the ocean. Okay, so again, I turned out of the university area intent on walking all the way down. And I was so happy, so stoked! To be doing this, okay? I passed the sculpture again. I stopped at a few sweets shops, sampling various fare. Everything was excellent. My taste buds were having their best vacation ever. There is no doubt about that. And, of course, when I stopped, I would talk with the locals and bartenders or whomever and learn about the area. People, this is one of the most satisfying things you can ever do. Okay? I asked about the men in red berets and fatigues scattered along Via Toledo. 
sometimes surrounding military vehicles. I assumed that these were anti-terror police. Well, not exactly. They were brought in to put down a mafia war a few years ago and were left in place as essentially anti-terror uh, tourism safety related presence. Okay. A bit further down, in one of the more pleasant surprises of my trip, Via Toledo opened up into Piazza Plebiscito. Okay, I didn't know about the piazza, and I was delighted, like when I found the university, but much more so. When I travel, here's how I can tell when what I call the main thing is happening. The original hook setter, the travel drip, okay? I'll be walking through a foreign city, and my mouth will involuntarily draw back into a silly, even ridiculous smile, which I can't shake if I want to. And I'll just keep walking with it. All right? I had been in Sorrento and Pompeii for a week, and the first time that smile plastered itself onto my face, I was passing through Piazza del Plebiscito. Okay? I just didn't expect to see a place like that. I had seen the university, but had just not anticipated another big space in those streets. And the piazza is big, like a top-tier rock band could play there, okay? And I mean that. On my left was the royal palace, with its array of statues representing Neapolitan rulers across the piazza. To my left was the church of San Francesco di Paola. It is massive, okay? I asked if it was a people's church or a royal church. This is a people's church. The concave colonnade of columns, allies of alliteration, you're welcome, is hypnotizing, okay? It's just amazingly beautiful. And the church is flanked by two other palaces, <laughs> all right? Palazzo Salerno and the Prefecture Palace. I did not tour the buildings, just standing among them was very enjoyable. This was quite a break, by the way, from the high-walled maze of Naples. Naples is a warren of tiny, <clears throat> tucked-away streets with a few large boulevards, all populated by a teeming ocean of people, all right? People cover the streets like water. I have no idea how traffic works here. Oh, and by the way, I have experienced cab rides in Cairo and in Paris. They can be fascinating and terrifying. As can cab rides in New York, right? Now, I have experienced a cab ride in Naples. Huh. I have no idea how it happened. My cabbie got me through all of the madness to the airport in almost no time, and I'm pretty sure he only stopped once. I, I, it reminded me of stories about the great beatnik hippie speed fiend Neil Cassidy, okay? We shouldn't have been able to move in the car. I don't know how it works. In Naples, it's all one thing. Traffic and pedestrians join together, becoming a hybrid organism with its unrecognizable hand around the heart of the city pumping it. Okay, forget about using algebra to study rabbit populations. I want to see somebody use it 
to explain how the hell traffic works in Naples. And the fashion! Hey, this is a very fashion and style-oriented town, okay? The women in particular, although not all of the men were slouches, were into it. The women all just looked fantastic, okay? And I mean of all ages. And they looked like they'd spent hours getting ready to go out for the day. Many of them were into that whole spending hours to look like you invested no effort thing, too. All right. I watched a few other street entertainers, including a woman building a sand sculpture on a blanket in Naples. The sculpture was of a dog playing with its two puppies. Okay. I tipped a few euros at different stages of completion as I would pass her. On the edge of the piazza, a guy had a vendor booth up and running, and he was selling, like, every type of Haribo candy. I knew that I would see this guy again. So, as I passed out of the piazza, <clears throat> intent on walking to the sea, I realized that, hey, wait a minute, if this road terminates at the water, then at the end of it, I should have a spectacular crater-side view of Vesuvius. Yup, 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 I certainly did. That is exactly how it played out. As I caught sight of the water, all right, in front of me, a presence to my left made itself known. Vesuvio, destroyer of cities, breaker of Naples. The one. I kept walking with the volcano on my left, down to the water. There was no beach to speak of, but there was a promenade. I intended to visit Castle Nuovo while I was in town, and the directions which I had received online were a bit jacked up, okay, and involved a funicular at some point. It, the directions didn't really seem to make sense. When I got down to the seaside, I looked to my left and saw... Castel Nuovo. It turns out the directions, while perhaps ultimately less convenient, I don't know, could have been walk to the end of the street and turn left. To my right, along the shore, there were some ruins which I could not identify, but which I intended to visit. I failed to make that visit. There will be a little more on that toward the end of this episode. I also want to point out that from the large area where Via Toledo terminates at the water, the view of Capri is a winner, okay? It's not just Vesuvius that you get. You get Capri. I needed lunch, okay? I stopped in a tiny little pizza place with a bar, all right? I had a couple of beers and a single-serving pizza. I was the only customer until a woman came into the shop and began closely conversing with the owner, all right? I believe she was actually more of a friend than a customer. I finished my meal, patted the owner on the back, thanked him, and then stepped back out into Naples, all right? That's how tiny this place was. I was swept away in the pedestrian traffic and had walked some distance when I thought I heard someone shout, Sir, behind me. I turned and looked, but I just saw the swarm, right? I walked away again, and... A moment later, somebody put his hand on my shoulder. It was the guy from the pizza shop, and he, he had clearly been running, okay? He had appreciated the pat on the back and all, but I forgot to pay him. 
I'm a very fast walker, and I'm sure that it certainly seemed to do that I was trying to get away. <laughs> All right. I explained myself, and we actually had a big laugh about it. Uh, he said it happens all the time and that it's just too easy in that type of place with that layout for people to forget that they didn't pay before receiving the meal and to disappear into the crowd. And he also acknowledged that the layout made it very easy for him to forget and to let that happen. Okay, so we walked back. The lady was still there looking me in the eyes when I came through the door like guilt right I explained myself to her as well for some reason threw up my hands and just said Napoli laughs all around everybody got it right I offered the proprietor five extra euros he declined the situation was very copacetic in the end so Remember how delighted I was with the music and conversation and laughter in the street below my room? Well, of course, I really needed to go to bed early that night. I had used a lot of energy, and the conversation and laughter and music had gotten cranked up quite a bit, okay? The area around Via Toledo can get pretty raucous at night. You may want to ask your hotel to place you on the quiet side. Or you may just want to go down there and become a part of it. All of the bars and restaurants are required to close down at midnight, but this doesn't mean the people just leave. The reverie can continue past 12. And just like in Sorrento, the main mode of transportation here is scooter, not quiet. All right. The next morning, I had a reservation to visit Museo Capella San Severo, okay? When this building was constructed, Naples wasn't part of Italy, and researchers had just begun the excavation of Pompeii. I know. As Kelly Bundy said, the mind wobbles. And of course, I just walked down via Toledo. I met and observed interesting people along the way, and almost all of the people I met were from Naples, by the way. I met very few tourists. Weird. When I reached the street which I had noted while walking the day before, I turned right off of Via Toledo and into <laughs> magic land, okay? And I saw such amazing things. Like, if there was a bell tower of my dreams, I saw it. I don't know the name of the church, but it had an amazing campanile. And it just, there was an interplanetary array of art galleries, craft shops, and restaurants, all right? on this walk to the museum. The chapel slash museum itself will not catch your eye or impress you from the outside. The inside, however, seems impossibly well-designed and executed. Please go. Please go to this museum if you visit Naples. It was originally a family chapel, but now holds many great works of art, including Veiled Christ, which is generally considered to be the finest stone sculpture ever made. The ceiling fresco may stay with you for life. Okay. The next day, I had a ticket to visit the National Archaeological Museum. Once again, just headed down via Toledo. Okay. 
there was a turn in my directions which didn't actually exist and which countered the directions from the hotel, those directions being turn left and walk until you see the museum, okay? I paused for a moment and I saw a pretty woman walking toward me. She was fashionably dressed, of course, and a pleasant conversation with this very fashionable local girl immediately clarified the situation. I continued down via Toledo to the museum. The exterior would have been so impressive if it had not been wrapped in European wallpaper, by which I mean scaffolding, okay? The interior was seriously impressive. Visitors passed through a sculpture hall upon entry and then up flights of stairs, at least in my case, to the various galleries. I'm not even going to mess around, all right? The best things to see here are the relics from Pompeii. Wow, wow, wow. This exhibit will knock your feet into your watch pockets, all right? By the way, in my opinion, people in Pompeii were messed up, okay? A lot of the art is very pornographic, and I have never seen so many penises in one place in my life. The story is that Pompeians believed that the phallus was a good luck symbol. Yeah, okay, maybe, but that's not all that was going on. It's like they keep the porn a secret until you get there. Okay. To be clear, though, there is a massive amount of non-pornographic art as well, along with other relics, and all of it, all of it, is just fascinating. There is an exhibit within the exhibit, by the way, <clears throat> by a specific artist. I don't want to ruin it. It is also quite fascinating. Okay. One gallery contains scale models of the ruins of Pompeii in the past and the ruins as they are now. Okay. In this gallery, visitors can watch a film about the eruption and a film about the creation of the exhibit within the exhibit. All right, if this means anything to you, Skyladder, there. Numerous other halls contain various forms of art from other cultures and eras. There is another sculpture hall, which may cause you to feel as though you have passed into a more graceful time. All right, this is a very enjoyable museum. After visiting the museum, I walked the length of Via Toledo again and turned left at the sea. I went to Castel Nuovo. This imposing edifice over the port was built in 1279. Crazy, right? Visitors enter, enter through a, uh, a triumphal arch, 35 meters high. If you visit, you will cross the original moat, which sounds maybe uninteresting, right? But it's kind of cool. There are five great towers, multiple chapels, tributary art, depicting the leaders of Naples and famous figures from world history. There are prison vaults, a state library, and a civic museum. Okay, this is a good site. I recommend you go. There was a significant impact crater in one of the seaside walls, all right, perhaps from a cannonball or a projectile from, from a world war, but I never found out the story, okay, and I still haven't. 
If anybody knows, please enter a comment or get with me at travelcommando at hotmail.com. Please, I'd really like to know. I have good photos of this impact crater and no knowledge of what caused it. In Naples, people were generally helpful, but that wasn't uniform, okay? People will turn their backs on you and pretend you don't exist, but just persist for a minute. If I needed directions or any type of assistance, there was usually no issue. My ability to speak a brunch portion of Italian certainly helped, though. Okay. The views in Naples are truly, truly, um, fun. Some of the streets in the city just keep going and going until they disappear over the horizon, seeming to wrap around the world. All right. And all through these streets, there are countless restaurants, pizzerias, pastry stands, and sweet stands. Gelato? Hell yeah. Get some. You may occasionally catch glimpses, make that will, if you are staying along Via Toledo, of an ornate building on a hill. All right, it appears to be a castle. The architectural style is decorative, even for Napoli. There is a castle on one side of it, but this building was a monastery at one time and is now a museum of Neapolitan history with stunning grounds, okay? I did not visit. I was shown pictures. If I go back, I will definitely tour the place. Naples is full of monuments, museums, and churches. Really, if you're into seeing churches and cathedrals, you can walk around Naples and just do that, taking in an ocean of other experience peripherally, okay? Remember the bell tower I mentioned? Top notch. The food in Naples was fantastic. With one exception, every local item I consumed was great. And the one international item I consumed was pretty good if non-authentic, all right? In any case, it was exactly what I needed at the time, including the cold corona. My final, <clears throat> my final meal in Naples was a pizza that was so delicious, it actually made me laugh with pleasure. Okay? Remember those ruins down by the sea that I intended to visit but didn't? I had also planned to visit a castle called Casa dell'Ovo, but was just getting too worn out, okay? I found out later that the ruins constituted Casa dell'Ovo. So, there's a carnival aspect to the city, all right, and a sweeping historical aspect. People put themselves on display at all times. Naples is a party town with a museum culture. People's personalities are like the view of Vesuvius from the sea. Bold. Vast. Everything moves quickly, yet a person can relax at any time. I was trying to think of a word to encompass the whole thing when a young gentleman, handsome dude, very fashionably dressed, of course, provided it to me. Napoli is theater. It certainly is. I will close out by mentioning, as I did in the Sorrento episode, that if you are interested in seeing Pompeii, doing so from Naples is so easy that it's almost literally unbelievable, okay? It's just a short ride on the Circumvesuviana train. 
And, of course, there are tours that depart by van or bus. I cannot recommend highly enough that if you visit this area at all, you see Naples, Pompeii, and Sorrento. It's easy! And the views from the train will shatter your brain pan. Go. Do. Share. Travel Commando out.